Well, hello and welcome to another edition of SCFC Fan TV Extra Time. These weeks are flying by with these uh, episodes. Joining us tonight is Mr. Mike Chapel. Mike, evening, mate. How are you? Not so bad. Not so bad. Uh, better moods this week. Much better. Oh, I what, a, what a difference seven days make. I'm not even seven days. Not, so even, that. not even Ask that. me again. No. <laughs> Also on the short night, we've got Mr. Conrad Lee. Good evening, sir. How are you? Yeah, not bad, mate. Uh, just, I'm hoping that this time when we actually get finished and we wrap up tonight, that we don't sit, get half an hour, sit down and go, Jesus, something else has happened. Shall we all log back on for another hour? Well, it'll be all that somebody will be appointed. We'll have to jump back on again. Just exactly. They, they love a 10 o'clock on a Monday night. Isn't Aye, so stand by your bed, I suppose. But just, just <laughs> exactly. on that. On, on that, that, would be, that would be funny two weeks in a row. That wouldn't be. Yeah. Would yeah. Be. <laughs> live show. But uh, just on that, I don't know if you've seen the betting today, but um, apparently Will Stills had his interview with you. I don't know how far it's true, but that was the rumours. Uh, and since then, he's been backed in from, from seven to one in the nine to four favourite. So, you know, what's your thoughts on that? I mean, Comrade, you mentioned Mr. Still on the show last week, didn't you? And I, I, I actually, there was a little bit of me on the Tuesday when I saw all the people coming in. I was like, I named half of these. And they were like uh, sitting there going, bloody hell, they've either listened to me or or I'm just, I could be one of them. The only one that was missing was Michael Beale, I think, from my sort of like the ones. Um, I said to someone at work this um, about him and they were like, I think he's the sort of next sort of like level up for us. He just seems like he's a bit of a character about him bit of personality which is maybe what we were missing under Mowbray not that he isn't a character but it's just I think it was like I said and it's very very early to say this and I and it's it could not go this way at all but do you remember Jose when he took over at Porto and that sort of arrogance about him and where that came from it feels like could this be the start of something like that? The way he talks to his players and the way he's like, I can three points on Saturday and then it's fluid French. It just feels like there's something about him. And it might go horribly wrong, usually does with some of the managers, or they usually leave when we think they're really good. But it just feels like there's something about him as well as he just makes teams win. And I'm yeah. all for that. <laughs> Well, I've just I've done some research just on the ones who were who were in the top four or five, and for me, he's the it's a no-brainer, you know. Yeah. If well, that's last one. last week, Sable was first, wasn't he? Yeah, mm. Sable was first. You, then now he's you bring fourth. up some some of his stats, Mike, or something where like there was a club and they had they'd won like one in thirteen. He came in, he won eight out of nine, left, and then the next guy won one in thirteen again. Yeah. Was like, well, what happened yeah. there? It's on the sh- if anyone's watching, it's on the shorts on the channel, I believe. But it's yeah, I can't remember the exact numbers. But he came in and did a uh, eleven match stint, and it was uh, nine wins, one draw, one loss. And the pre- mm. the manager before and the manager after had a terrible record. Mm. So it's it's like they had a caretaker manager for twelve games. He was successful, so they got rid of him. It's you know, yeah. very Birmingham. Yeah, very Birmingham. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's it's funny because it's not us. <laughs> you're right but I mean you know let's hope the club for once do something sensible and get the one who's the, the most you know, well, someone said is, this is really their proper first managerial appointment because they sort of put Alex Neal in because they got rid of Johnson really and it was just 
who's here to steady us through the end of the season for a promotion charge. And then sort of, well, we'll, we'll go into the next bit with him. Mowbray was a similar thing where it feels like this time they've gone, okay, well, we're not going to go down. So let's actually look at what we want rather than a, because when, if you remember when Neil went, was there many more people interviewed after Mowbray? I don't remember if it seen many linked apart from Tony Mowbray. Well, it wasn't wasn't Roy Keane link? Was that was that before Neil? Or was that after Neil? That was that was that was before Neil. But like when mm. Neil left, I mean, I think they sort of went right, Mowbray. Mowbray like was that was. I don't want the games any straight after the, the, the getting rid of he'd gone, and I think I. So I, it's just, I think they know who's next. They always have their eye on just in case who's our contingency plan, which is a smart move. But it feels like they didn't have that this time because they thought, well, we can we can afford time to look. We're going to be all right. Uh, I mean, I don't know whether you, you've also seen as well, but there's been a, quite a bit on social media around Mike Dodds. So he wasn't even in the betting come Saturday morning. We beat West Brom. He's then 10 to 1. He's now, I think he's now 4 or 5 to 1, fourth or fifth favourite. If we win tomorrow, is there a chance he gets the job at the end of the season? He's, he's 8 to 1 on Sky right now. Is he 8 to 1 now? I mm, Yeah. He, he strikes me as, do you remember when Sabrasia took over from yeah. Keane and everyone was like, oh, this is great. It was freedom. We can do what we like. And in about five or six games, it would all go wrong. Yeah. And there'd be some that you just wouldn't be able to get him back on side. And that then would be a bigger job for somebody else. You'd rather get this guy in now to assess the squad and what he wants, which I know they don't really get what he oh. wants, but, <laughs> but like assess them anyway to sort of go, okay, in summer, I want this. And going back to Will Still, he seems a bit head stronger that if someone came in and went, we don't want you to play Pritchard, that he might go, well, no, I need to play yeah. Pritchard because of X, Y, and Z, and then he'll make these look better. So like like, like on Sunday, two assists off the bench, Saturday, two assists off the bench for Ballard and Neil, two of our youngsters. No, but it's a no-brainer, isn't it? You know, it's yeah. Final four, but... You sometimes need an experienced one to make the other ones look better, and that's what he was doing. Mm-hmm. I was, I was, I must admit, I was quite impressed with the way um, Dodd spoke in his press conference and kind of before the game and after the game. Seems to talk a lot of sense. I mean, and I, his first spelling charge was a bit disastrous, but he even said himself he was kind of chucked into it. Like this time, chucked into it, and he wasn't even looking after any of the team at that oh, point, though, was he? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Fockley were kind of joint one there, so this time he's had a bit more time to prepare. And he's, I mean, he even said they've prepared for the next three games, which is, you know, fair play. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was quite impressed with how he spoke, but like I say, I, I still wouldn't give him a full time. But I would definitely. No, he's keep he's him. not my choice, but yeah. No. <laughs> you think he'd make a good assistant manager to I someone like Will Still? In and around the uh, the coaching staff for sure. Like, but, um, mm. we'll see what we'll see what tomorrow night brings. Of course, I, I always like having someone from the club or from the area in the coaching staff just to sort of hammer home what it means to a manager who might not get the area or get it. Do you know what I mean? A bit like when. I think Keane brought some players in that knew what a derby would mean. And then you'd have, um, who else was it? There was somebody else. It'll come to me, but they literally brought in backroom staff from the area who'd been at the club to go, you know what it means to them. You'll be able to drive that bit home for me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, uh, we'll have to wait and see. But like you see, uh, hopefully we'll get something sorted. But I'm guessing, you know, I was going out sorted before the match tomorrow. Um, but it's interesting that he's been... tonight, mate. 10 o'clock tonight, I will uh, watch the space. But it's interesting that that still has been backed in. I mean, I know the odds have been fluctuating left, right and centre. I mean, do the, do the booties really know what's happening? I don't know. 
Yeah. You'd be surprised. They're usually in the know somehow, aren't they? I'm actually wondering how the hell they do get in the know. Like, but there's very rarely they get taken to the cleaners on something, and it's oh. like a twenty to one shout would come in. Unless somebody gets on it really early. But yeah, exactly. Aye, Did you see that. though? Um, I know we had a few people on social media and on our channel saying we should go after Graham Potter. He turned down Stoke earlier on today. Did uh, he? Apparently they'd gone after him. I think it was very early. I, th I don't even think he'd been in for an interview and turned down. I think he just went flat no. no. <laughs> yeah. Nope. yeah, exactly. I think he's sort of thinking I can do a bit, a bit better than that. Or maybe just thinks, you know what, I need a bit more time out. May as well enjoy myself while I'm out of it. To be fair, I mean, I, I also seen some reports that he to, he, he actually he's, he's a Premier League manager, and he you know for what he didn't yeah. quite, he's a Premiership manager, so maybe he's waiting for one of them bottom sides to lose us. He's waiting for the likes of Forrest to sack the manager wow. or someone like that, isn't he? And sort of thing. Or, or Crystal Palace, and I'll go in. Oh, Crystal Palace, the rivals of Brighton. Oh, there's the story. That would be interesting, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. So uh, I will have to wait and see what happens. But you know, I thought Saturday was there. Uh, I don't think anybody expected us to play that well, especially second half on Saturday. But mm. and he only said he tweaked a few things. It was a kind of the went in with no centre forwards, didn't he? Which was a bit of a surprise. Mm. It's what we've said though that we seem to play better without one. Well, that that proves, which is you know, but we will kind of keep on through a season playing without a striker. We need to sort that that striker issue out. But tonight, the the under twenty ones are playing Tottenham in the I think it's a Premier League Cup. Um, Emilia and Burstow are both playing, so that, so that mm. means they were near the first team tomorrow, but they were getting beat two out after five minutes. Oh, right, okay. Um, and it's, it's been streamed live on YouTube. And the two of them, the, the, they even look out of the depth in, in the under 21s. Mm. So, not good, no. So, but it, I mean, it's, it's, it's subs made a lot more sense, Dodds, compared to what. Moyes had done in the past, as far as I'm concerned. He he, he subbed what was Moist. needed. Moyes? <laughs> Edit that out. <laughs> Mulberry. Yeah. But yeah, it, you know what I mean? It, it wasn't just uh, get six, seven players on for the sake of it and and mm. mess up the positions and stuff. He just brought on Pritchard and Meander, didn't he? So it, it, it made a lot of sense. I'd have started Pritchard. That's the only difference. But I think he did. He well. does seem to do better coming off the bench, though Pritchard. I don't know what it is. It just he mm. really does seem to get more out of him, or he does. He contributes more when he's. I'd love to see the stats from when he starts to when he comes on, and just sort of mm. can impact again because QPR he came on and then was influential in most of our goals in that game as well. Is that because he's working for that first team start though? Maybe, oh. maybe, maybe it's like a chip on your shoulder. Like, I'll show you, like right. yeah. having his celebration at QPR when he was holding <laughs> his uh, uh, holding his ear out to the Sunderland fans and that. Um, we all like Pritchard though, so it's I don't know. I get that. I I think he's a good weapon to bring off the bench. Me, I still do. I don't think. I, he, I, I don't think he will. I think he'd be the he'd be on the bench again. Mm. I think he he deserves to start over French Dave. French Dave, yeah. I didn't see him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Bradley Dak didn't get on the pitch, which was always good. So Dodds yeah. has got my vote straight away. Six yeah, yeah. Yeah. Five hundred quid lump on now, Dodds to be kept on. <laughs> the thing is, if we if we do beat Leeds tomorrow, you know, 
Is he is, is he actually going to shout? No, I don't. I don't see it. Like, I think that would scream to them a bit like a, oh great, we don't have to do anything. Nice one. And that's not the sort of message I've been getting off them for like four years. I think they they're very clear on what their thought is and what their sort of plan is. So even if like I think even if Mowbray got us promoted. If we had, if we'd have been in the position of one of the bottom three teams now in the Premier League, I think he would have gone. Yeah, just because mm-hmm. they'd have been like, right, well, we'll make our decision now. The the, the worst manager can have two good games, so you can't yeah. base it off that anyway. Yeah, I know they two, they are too hard, they are too hard fixtures. I get that, but he's not got that managerial experience that we need. And I know that we're going for young managers, but they've mm. still at least got a proven record and got something to bring in. Well, that's it. I mean, on about about still, even though he's only thirty-one, I think he's been studying management since he was seventeen. So he's been like fourteen years. Playing football manager yeah. as well. Football manager. What I, what I like is on his career still. It's not just like oh, he's he's, he's been a coach and now he's had a chance of manager. He's gone. He's worked up. He's like he was like a video analyst and then mm-hmm. went on to being a scout and then went on to being a coach and he literally every club he's been at, he's stepped up each time. He so he's obviously like he's going in there Go with, without the without a credential saying, look, I'm a wonderful manager, off you go. He's gone in and proved himself every time to step up. And being that video analyst role is probably really good at him seeing what players bring, even if it's not an obvious thing, like you know, like when you're talking about like progressive carries or touches in the final third or just anything like that, he'll be able to go, well, he'll probably be really into all that, which is probably what Speakman is as well when he's identifying targets. So that's probably what they're looking at as well, that his model of how he picks teams matches their model of how they're picking players. Mm. And he'd help the young lads. And I wouldn't he help the, the, the young French lads. He speaks you know, multiple languages, so that's going to help as well. So I think he just seems like he gives them, like I said, because he's a character, he just gives them some confidence, I think. And he's... Because he's just, he seems like such a strong character that I hope it sort of rubs off on them a little bit. I mean, it, technically, it's a cracking opportunity for him. I'm not mm. trying to like be big-headed about the club, but to manage in the Premier League has got to be an aspiration of a lot of managers. Mm. And he's not going to get a Premier League job this year or next year no. based on his experience. But if he could take us up this year or next year, he's got that. And he's stepped straight up into that level. Even if he... Playoffs this season, playoffs again, season after, and it just doesn't quite fall. And then it seems to be that that the narrative is, if they just put a bit of money in, they could do it. He's still going to look an absolute worldy just for yeah. he did this without money, and someone will take a, a chance on him. Aye, that's it. Um, it's got to improve his reputation. I mean, on Sunday, I think didn't um, I think Sabil's team and his team they played each other on Sunday. I think Nice. Oh. Nice beat them, I think, 2 1, didn't they? Look, is it Nice and Rems or Remis or whatever? Nice and Rems, I'm sure they played each other at the weekend. Ah, yeah, it was 2 1 to Nice, yeah. Oh, well, I didn't realize that was the two managers like that, but yeah, you're right. (laughs) Well, he's assistant to Nice, Sabil. Oh, Sabil's assistant, yes, and then Will still was the manager, yes. Right, so Farioli's the actual manager, isn't he? Is that the one that they tried to get in summer under the Mowbray, under aye. Mowbray's nose type thing? Before he went there, aye. Do you yeah. know what I mean? If, if they were linked with him in the summer, it just shows the kind of know what they were doing based on mm. what he's doing now, I suppose. But 
was that the wait and see? But on 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 Saturday, you know, what was your actual thoughts on the on the overall game? I fell asleep watching it. It was, <laughs> it was it was a little drab the game. It wasn't exactly a you know an absolute screamer. And I got a, an afternoon off whether my son was at the grandparents for the evening. So it was one of those I was like sitting on the settee and it's just <laughs> and I, I saw Ballard's goal because it just perked me up just before I fell asleep. I went, oh, get in, nice one, one nil. And then the I was half asleep and I heard, oh, and he scored and West Brom are back in it. And I was like, I sort of looked up and I went, oh, it's one one. And then I went, oh, I've missed a goal here. Like <laughs> completely had missed Dan Neal's goal and was like, oh right, well, never mind. We've won in the end. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it. And then when I went back and watched it, I was like, Pritchard did really well to pick him out when he had like three West Bond players cutting him off on the angle and then sliding it through. Yeah, he's got that finish. vision. He's got that vision. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to circle back to the ref once Mike's given his opinion. Though. I need to ask about the referee. Oh, uh, Mike, thoughts? I mean, what was your, your thoughts on the game? I think um, quite a few things. Trey Hume crunching into tackles. Obviously, Ballard crunching. Killing like... people. <laughs> <laughs> Defensively, I think we looked a lot more confident, um, which is a surprise that we didn't like drastically change the formation and like they didn't drop or nine or anything like that. But just generally, defensively, we looked a lot more solid. People were getting back when they needed to. There was good cover when like Ballard was forward. It was just it worked. It seemed to work a lot better. Yeah, and that's, um, I think the, the reason for that is we, we stopped doing that stupid inverted pullback thing where he, he had human Huggins trying to get into midfield and we kept getting caught out. He stopped that and it worked. Mm. Like you say, he kept assisting his wingers, didn't he? He stuck with like it meant Hume could help Clark and Huggins was helping Roberts. It was a lot better. The I... referee. So I thought he made four wrong decisions in the game. And this is not me being just biased towards Sunderland. I think Ballard should have been red-carded for, for his challenge. I think the lad should have been red-carded who elbowed Pritchard yep. square in the face. 100%. I actually, at first, went uh, with Roberts. I went, that's a penalty. Saw the replay and went, no, it's not. Saw it again and went, you see them given all the time. I know he's tried to take his foot away, but he has tripped him up like... It's not hideous, but then I think you still give it. Like, do you know what I mean? Well, I think well, Val tell him to go and look at the screen and go, "Yo, he did trip him." Do you know what I mean? Um, Job's goal onside. He's got oh. three goals this season disallowed for offside. Like they've had six goals already for us this season. That was the line or That was the line yeah, wasn't it? Just yeah. shocking all of them. And then um, what was the other one? Uh, Clark got an elbow in the back of the head at one point where some guy had sprinted across the pitch to pretty much elbow in the back of the head and. It took him ages to go, oh, actually, I will card this lad here. Um, it just seemed like every big thing in the game he was just either bottling or didn't want to really know about it. He's just a poor ref. I mean, we've had, we had him before. Just that Is it the one who had the ponytail? The hairband, uh, hairband referee. Yeah, that's him. him. Just I thought shield. he looked like him, but I thought he'd cut his hair or something. Absolutely shocking. I mean, the the Pritchard one, if he's, if he's, he's booked him, so he must have seen it, and it's blatant. Yeah. Absolutely, mm. the lad says Pritchard coming behind him. Mm. I mean, Ballard is a bad tackle. Ballard should have been sent off. No, I agree. I, I didn't think it was at first at the game, but when you see it back at the end, it's yeah. like he's off the ground too. Yeah, and uh, the only thing is, and I don't, I don't like to say this on it, but it really did make me feel better to see Madra crying. 
Really I, heard, I heard he was in tears when he went off by. I, I didn't. I don't like saying it because I don't want to see someone get injured. But it's just like, mate, you absolutely did us over. So you mm. deserve a crunching tackle once in a while that hurts. Like, and, and, and as he's walking, he gets the chance yeah. of one really bastard to make things a little bit better. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> I know he'll, he'll score at the Hawthorns later in the season or something. It'll you know level itself out. But it's just that thing of like. I'm sorry, mate, but you actually deserve that. You deserve a bit of a kick in. All right, well, we've had two good things this weekend. Obviously, him, him Gandalf injured, and obviously Alex Neal getting the sack from Stoke, so karma is a bit... <laughs> yeah, exactly. The, the Alex Neal one really does sort of prove to a lot of people that not that the model is working, because we're always going to have that, is it, is it not? But it proves that, look, they gave him freedom, they gave him money, His and he made it worse. Yeah, <laughs> he made it actually worse for them and didn't do anything better. The only good thing he did was batter us five one. Yeah, and, exactly. and we a couple of times a season, the last two or three years especially, we have a game like that in us every now and again, like Bolton away where we got battered six nil, like just out of the blue. Then last season, uh, Stoke at home, no reason at all. Borough at home this season, we have it in us to just absolutely fall apart one game, but then untouchable in other games or quite yeah. strong in other ones as well. Yeah. We've always we've always lacked that consistency though, haven't we? It's like Yeah. There's no rhyme or reason to it apart from when we think it's a big game, they don't tend to show up. <laughs> yeah, so the Borough game we're like, oh it's not a derby, but it is. So let's just beat them at home anyway. Oh 4-0. Cheers guys. Right. Thanks, <laughs> guys. Uh, Alex Neal's back, right? We're gonna show him. We're gonna show him what's wrong. Five one cheers lads. Thanks oh, yeah. thanks for that one there. <laughs> <laughs> Biggest away following Bolton. We're trying to push on to the top two. Six, six nil. Right, nice one. Cheers, mate. Yeah, that, eh? Just, just what he wanted, eh? Yeah, and I'm then, sure then, there's then like Rotherham as well away when we lost four five one last uh, in League right. One as well. Just remember that. Yes, this, this, yeah. Makes you wonder. Makes you wonder if it's something behind the scenes at certain points in time that just. I think we just we just have this thing in us just every now and again to just completely like fall apart and. I'd rather it happen like this because it feels like it's every now and again. And I'm talking like every 15 games or so that we just have this moment where we just absolutely shit the bed, which is better than just being shit for that most games. Game. Like that we have game. been for a long period of time where you, at least you go, like these games are really good. I can't believe how strong we're playing. What the hell happened there? Oh, we're back to normal, right? It's fine. Rather than mm. just average and shit throughout and that's it. And the games like like Saturday and tomorrow, where we're expected to get battered and getting out, we do the complete. Leicester are away, where I actually think we've given them the best game this season. Right. Even when they've been beat a couple of times, I still think we're the best team to have played them. And, you know. and it's never something you can put your finger on either. It can be exactly the same squad, the exactly the same amount of rest time. It can be the could be conditions can be identical. Yeah. And, the ref yeah. was maybe the one in the Borough game, but. Some of that defending, even with 10 men, was just didn't explain it. And then it was almost the same as the Stoke game. You were like, We've all got 11 players. How are you this free? Like, what's what's going on here? Like, just didn't get it. Well, again, that could be, that could be Tony Morbury's tactics. You know, he, he didn't really set us up to be Maybe. to be solid. To me, I think he tried, tried to win the game with the changes he made. And so I didn't really understand mm. what went on, but I don't know. I found it interesting. In the West Brom game, we had less shots, but mm -hmm. a better percentage on target. We had less possession than all our last three or four games. All the stats are lower down average-wise compared to the last few games that we've lost, but yet 
we mm. get the win. We get the win. Yeah. Set, set that save, off. by the way. Did you see the keepers save from Clark's sort of like oh, open goal? I, like mm. uh, you were in the ground, so I don't know if you saw that he actually did tip it past the post. I didn't but... Give a goal kick. <laughs> yeah, fingertip. Yeah, that as yeah. well. But that's another decision. It was unbelievable save how quickly he just got up and just stuck his arm out and just just literally millimeters on his fingers and he got it past the post. Oh, she should have scored anyway. Yeah, <laughs> you can't you kind of feel sorry for a keeper. I know I know they got the decision as in goal kick, but you got to feel sorry for him because that credit's just the, been removed from him completely. The commentator <laughs> said that he went as a goalkeeper, you want to stand up and almost be like, <laughs> I made that save, like yeah. oh, brilliant, but you're also give a bit the like, just give the you're corner. Like, you're like, shut up, I've done really well here. They haven't noticed this. Like, <laughs> yeah. Right, it's strange, you know, it's just strange how football works, but you're right. Mike, you know, we had like Leah said, they had was it even game first half, but second half, I just thought we were great. Second half, whatever he mm. tweeted, whatever he said to them, um, you know, he said he had some honest conversations with some of them. I'm guessing that might have meant Ekwar because Ekwar thought was off at the game. Yeah, the he, was, he was bad in the first. Patrick Roberts proper dug him out in the first half, shouting at him for a terrible pass to him. Um, I think he like launched out of play for a throw and he just turned around and was absolutely yeah. hurling abuse at him for it. It was, he's been poor since his sort of dead leg issue earlier on in the season. I think the yeah. more if there is a change, I think it'll be him that gets dropped and Joe will drop back and Pritchard will come in. That's what I think will happen. I would oh, love he's... to see go on. No, carry on. I was just I, I mean I really want to see the midfield three of like uh what you call it Equar, Bellingham and Dan Neal. Bellingham and um Neil can just keep swapping because even Bellingham who said he likes to play as a number eight, he wants to be box to box. And I think him next to a defensive mid of Equa would be would be absolutely unreal. And Dan Neil just in there sweeping it up as well, just or even two eights as well, because we play the attacking midfield role anyway. So I don't know, mm. just it feels like it should be better, but then who are we leaving out to play that three in midfield? That's it, isn't it? That's that's French right. French Dave. French, French Dave, Dave right? yeah. Maybe the one that would out right. But I mean um, tomorrow. Go on, Mike. Yeah, I was just going to say with the Bellingham thing, I don't know if you thought the same, but I mean, the last three or four games before West Brom, I've been like, he needs a rest. He needs a rest. Mm. He needs a rest. But he seemed a lot more switched on in this game. A lot, whether not just going forward, like getting back to defend and everything, he seemed a lot more switched on for this game than he has he the did. last three or four. No, I noticed right. him a lot more in the first half. Second half, I didn't see him as much, but yeah, it's, uh, I definitely noticed him loads more in the first half and he he led the line very well and should have scored and did score but uh, like tomorrow i mean obviously it's going to be an even harder <laughs> tomorrow do you think we can get a win tomorrow and have a quick look where's the league table i need to have a look you go yeah, first yeah. mike yes sir you're third aren't they? i think well i i think i predicted my my prediction was a was a loss for the first one, a win for the second one. I think oh. in the original show, um, but I still think we'll push ahead. And I think if we if he carries on the way he's doing and the consistency, and they all looked a lot more comfortable, I think we can get a win at Leeds. But it's going to be a it's going to be a scrape by one, and it's, it's all a, it's our ground, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. it's all dependent on O'Nine and Ballard. That entire game is going to be dependent on how solid they can be. And how disciplined they can be in that back four. Well, he was he was, saying, he was saying in his press conference that he's prepared for the next three games. So that was yes, yeah, like Saturday, t- tomorrow, and Bristol City. And he said the squad will be utilised. So this will this will kind of show if he's kind of tactically, you know, 
aware where he might change it completely because I, I watched him a few times a season and they reckon they make they play like a high line. So mm. does it then make sense to play likes of Meyenda and Pritchard to try and play them balls through something different? Maybe. Mm. I, I sort of think we're set up better to play the teams that attack us. Like we saw with Southampton, you know, it's just, uh, and even West Brom had a bit of a go at us as well. Ipswich, all right, the quarters off guard, and they seem to be doing an absolute madness. So you can't really sort of count that one as well. But Leicester attacked us, and I thought we gave it just as good. So I don't think we'll win, but I think we'll give as good as we got, maybe sneak out a draw with them. Well, I think you would take, you would take a draw, wouldn't you? I think against them. Oh, yeah, absolutely. If he's doing it tactically, I think he'll do what Cardiff did to us. I think he'll try and park a bus. Straight encounter. Yeah, mm. pretty much. But that's my worry because I, I don't know about you, but watching Sunderland park the bus is just this. Never worked. No. Never. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think we've ever been very good at parking the bus. Even when, like in any game, I try and think of where we've had to. It doesn't usually end well. Um, no, wasn't it? Was no. it? Was it Jack Ross? I think it was. Or I might have been. Every time we went one up, and it got like sixty minutes, Jack Ross would put an extra extra centre half on, and every yeah. time draw one one. It was yeah, yeah. Uh, but big teams we've beat in the past. I know you're talking completely different players and caliber and stuff. But when we've beat the likes of United and stuff like that, it's been because we've not parked the bus like that. We we've have gone go at them, them. Yeah. yeah, and they're not expecting it. They're like, "Whoa," you know what I mean? So mm. it, let's see yeah, how Doug reads it. Homes and stuff like that. We did beat them what one nil four seasons in a row. Yes, they were all over us, but I wouldn't say we parked the bus at all. I think it was just we we counted and we took our chances when we got out. Like, yes, yeah, yeah. Um, we definitely don't sit back and frustrate as much as I think we do. I'm trying to think. I can't think of any game. I'm really struggling to think of a game where I think we didn't even bother. We just sat back and took the draw. Took the draw. We can't. We can't sit back and defend full stop no. for a game. So we can't defend when we want to attack, really, but. I think Mike's probably right. Though. I think we'll be a little bit more conservative tomorrow. I think we will try and probably catch them on the drip a little bit more. Um, but we'll have to we've got the players to do that, so I think that it sort of suits as well. I think. I, I, mean, I know they've got a good forward line, but they're defensively they're not that good. So they they're a bit like Southampton. They rely on all the forward players picking. Well, it's so, it's Fark, isn't it? He's an oh. attacking manager, so uh, I think yeah, they'll they'll definitely come and think we'll have a go here, separate ourselves out from the pack. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've got to get the win to maintain any sort of position because Cardiff, Hull, and Preston can all leap from us. Uh, Cardiff are playing um, Birmingham, so they're going to win. <laughs> so yeah. you've, you've got like you, you drop into potentially ninth, tenth without a win. So it's it's a, it is a big game. It is, yeah, I know it's, and it's early in the season, but we're twenty games in. We're you know we're getting halfway point here, so. Mm. Take the draw. Score predictions quickly before we wrap it up. Mike, score prediction for for Leeds. One nil Sunderland with a counter. Is that because it's the seventy three anniversary? The sixty years. <laughs> no, it's because I'm trying to be consistent. I think that's what I predicted last time. <laughs> Conrad, go Des- score prediction. Desmond. Desmond. Two two. Yeah, that's him. <laughs> that's the fella. <laughs> yeah, Desmond two two. Uh, I think I think we maybe take the lead. They'll get two one, and we'll steal it back. I've got, I've gone for a two one. I think if if we if we play as well as we played second half, you know, and he gets his tactics right, then I think we might just sneak it. But 
who knows? We'll have to wait and see. But uh, right, that's all we've got time for. So uh, another show's flew by. Mm, over. Oh, didn't hear what you said there. Sorry, what did you say? Mike, do you want to see your farewells? Oh, yep. Yeah, uh, well, thanks for watching and listening and tuning in. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share with everyone you know. Nice one. Conrad, top that. Uh, exactly what Mike said. <laughs> <laughs> Mike 2.0. Yeah, exactly. It's so good. Just do what he said. <laughs> right. On that note, I say please like, share, and subscribe to the channel. Watch out for the shorts that are coming up, and also watch out for Thursday Night Live, where we'll hopefully be previewing or reviewing um, three points against Leeds. But until the next time, we'll see you there. See ya.